This is an ABC podcast. We've got a creepy cult. You're on private property. Some hungry night workers. We're your new family. And an assessing doing community service. True Cult. New releases with Alex Bonniewell. Hey! You're on private property. What are they doing? Where's the baby? We need all the babies we can get. They are the future, after all. Tori with you. They're not gonna stop. Ah, Alex, famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jackals, new from Eagle Entertainment, out on um, DVD. So this is from director Kevin Grutert, who did Saw 6 and Saw 3D, the final chapter. In this, we have Stephen Dorff, who was the brilliant baddie vampire Deacon Frost in Blade, as um, Jimmy Levine, an expert for hire who specialises in getting people out of cults. Um, he's hired by the Powell family, and he has to snatch indeed program their son justin who has joined such a cult it's all going pretty well but they mistakenly decide they should all hold up in the family holiday home that's in the middle of nowhere because you know you can't have the neighbors know know what's going on because this is a very respectful family but surprise surprise the cult with jackals find the house and lay siege to it and they try to get justin aka thanatos back this comes across as a mix between The Purge and Assault on Precinct 13, you know, which is a pretty comp- combination in my book because I love both those films. So this is, this is kind of like a second-tier version to those, which isn't a bad place to be. I really enjoyed watching this, waiting for the jackal-masked cult gang in their black leather trying to get their mane back while the family desperately defend themselves against them. Um, I actually ended up siding with the jackals as they seem to be much more interesting <laughs> than the family who are, even though rich and successful, are a very broken unit. While the jackies, jackals are very together, loyal and strong. So you, it's kind of interesting watching this because you, you think, oh, right, okay, they're going get, to get the kid back. It's going to be cool. And you, you're kind of going, you know what? I think he made the right decision. These, 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 his family's a bit messed up but not in a good way i mean obviously the jackals are pretty messed up because they do some pretty horrible things to each member of the family as they catch them to send a warning to the others but you know what you're kind of going you know what i think he's found his peeps there and they do look cool you know like i say all in black with these really cool kind of jackal dog masks on so you never see anyone's faces really just just hanging there in, in the dark in the mist waiting to get in there and get their get their bro back so, yeah, good fun kind of B-movie, home invasion, defend yourself stuff. Yeah, Alex, look, the trailer didn't give much away. I was worried about what was going to happen to the baby because uh, that wasn't made exactly clear in this trailer. <laughs> so I was a little bit worried for the baby. Uh, but cinematography-wise, it looks like a really decent quality film. Yeah, it's, it's great fun. It's like I, I knew nothing about this before I... I picked it up from, um, got sent to it from by Eagle Entertainment and thought, no, you know what? That looks like a, a fun movie. And again, it's like, this sort of thing I like, 
very limited location, very few cast members, keep it nice and tight, see how this works. You know, and, and they, that's what they do. They keep it nice and tight. They keep the location very small, this house in the middle of nowhere. And as it unfolds, you get to you get to work out just why this kid has left his family. And you're kind of going, you know, yeah, you're, you're probably having way much more fun with the leather clad cult than you ever do with your with your pastel wearing brother who's in the house calling you a freak every 10 seconds. <laughs> it's like, I'm not surprised you left. But yeah, no, good fun. This was a good kind of like Friday night. This would have been a really good Friday night video shop rental for me back oh, in the day. It's that, that you, kind of thing. I mean, okay, so if you could design the jacket cover for this back in the 80s, and I mean, this this film is set in the 80s, right? I don't know, to be honest. It, it, it could be. It could be set now. I'm not entirely sure. Because I did do a little search and it said that it was set in the 1980s and I wondered if you felt that there was anything 80s about it. Not really. It's a bit slicker than most of the 80s stuff I was I was watching. But like I say, it's got that sort of throwback to Assault on Precinct 13. So it's got that, that kind of mist with the lights behind the mist silhouetting the bad guys or the ones laying outside in wait. So you've got that kind of feel to it, that sort of John Carpenter-esque thing going on and you heard from the trailer the, the soundtracks that kind of deep sort of synthy kind of noise stuff going on um there's a good metal track in this as as we meet <laughs> as we meet our justin as he's going around in his car with his his mate but yeah it's it, in the 80s i think this because the cover for this is quite stark you know it's, it's very black white with some blue fog you know just the silhouettes you know i think if it, this was an 80s package it would be slightly brighter looking i think there'd be some greens in there and some reds they'd definitely have the axe in there that the guy's holding on the front cover but it'd be much bigger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i get that now i get that now would it be like one of those sort of remember back in the day when it had it, it like maybe if it was a double video it would have sort of like a velcro clasp situation where you'd have to crack it open do you reckon it would have sort of like maybe a 2d situation on the front there like maybe the the axe kind of comes out a bit more on the the fake video cover that we're making up right now (laughs) (laughs) i'd kind of like it too now now, now i'm gonna gonna have to go and open photoshop and design myself my own 80s video cover for this but yeah i think you just have a, a very severe gnarly looking dog face mask and a big axe and i think that would be it you know, I don't think there'd be anything, any subtlety about it. There's, there's some subtlety in the cover for this, but there, there wouldn't be any subtlety in an 80s one. It would just have dog face mask, big axe, jackal, jackals written in kind of jaggedy, drippy writing, you know, rather than the quite clean font they've got. <laughs> now I'm going but for yeah. jackal head. Just open up the jackal head and there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you up yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get any money. Uh, no worries. I'm on my way now. Get the car! Hey. You saw me kicking off before, didn't you? I'm not coming back. I wouldn't want a job for you anyway. Yeah. What's your name? Michael. What are you doing after this, Michael? My uncle runs Club 9. What's Club 9? Massage play. Michael needs a job. You got a boss for the kid? We're your new family. We're in the taxis. We're in 
We're in the saunas. We're everywhere. I feel that if you have a weak stomach, Alex, that this film might not be your cup of tea and you might want to skip ahead <laughs> through this release. Yes, this, this deals with some, some pretty, pretty grim subject matter. This is Habit, also from Eagle Entertainment. This is set in the rather dreary Manchester underworld of brothels, prostitutes, club owners, gangsters and cannibals. Now, this is UK film from um, Simeon Halligan, who did White Settlers and Splinters. Splinters. I've not seen White Settlers yet, but I've heard a lot about it. I need to get hold of that and check it out. So this is a cool, bleak account of how unemployed Michael, played by Elliot James Langridge, is um, drawn into said world by the charismatic Lee, played by Jessica Barden until he is fully submerged in the flesh-eating cult that inhabits the brothels and the, the night of the underworld of, of every major city in the UK, by the sounds of it. This reminds me in places of films like um, Vamp, with, which had Grace Jones as the vampiric stripper, and everyone else in their strip club were vampires, and they'd lure in the waifs and strays and the lonely people, seduce them, and then eat them. And Byzantium, which we did in our vampire true cult, which again has that kind of sleazy kind of neon underground underbelly kind of feel to it. Um, films where loners are seduced and taken aside and eaten. I really enjoyed this. This has got a very bleak undertone to it. Um, the path of to redemption is nowhere to be seen. And the life chosen isn't all good, but it's slightly better than where you were before you joined it. Like I say, Michael, he's got a bit of a past that we kind of find out as the film rolls on. And he's unemployed. He hasn't got a job. He doesn't really want a job. He he gets reminded to sign on the dole every other week by his sister, who's trying to get her life back in order after the traumatic experiences they had in their childhood, which again slowly unfold as the film goes on but yeah i really like this um, this is this is the kind of uk horror that i really enjoy where it's dark it's moody it's pretty much everyday life but an everyday life you don't normally see and then in that everyday life you don't normally see and there's an extraordinary thing going on in this case it's taking people and eating them um like i say it does get pretty grim in places um probably not quite as grim as raw the French Yeah, film. I don't think anything could be as grim <laughs> as that. I mean, it's I mean, it's there, like in the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, it, it kind of reminded me of, of that a bit as well, um, just because it's a modern take on, on devouring people. But, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by Habit. Again, know nothing about it before I got hold of it, which I kind of like going into the new releases quite cold and just kind of going, oh, that's got a good title. I like the description. Let's check it out. So, yeah, if, if you're into your kind of moody, bleak UK horror and your cannibalism, then, yeah, definitely check out Habit. Or if you just want to maybe do kind of a film tour of Manchester. Yes. <laughs> see what parts of it you know. <laughs> I, I think I think the only other film I've got set in Manchester is Control, the Joy Division movie. I don't think oh, I've got yeah. anything else set in Manchester. Interesting. So, I, I think it, it needs more film set in it because I've, I've been to Manchester a few times and, you know, it does lend itself to, to the bleak, shall we say. Now, Alex, before we get to our final new release, just a trigger warning that the next film deals with themes of self-harm and someone trying to take their own life. So if this is likely to raise issues for you, then you may want to press stop now. Name. 
William Morrison. Address? Flat 3, 27 Drake Street. Reason for wanting death? Do you ever wonder what's the point of me? I think that all the time. Have you really tried to kill yourself seven times? I failed so many times I thought I'd outsource it. Sorry, I was having a sandwich. You're not what I imagined. Meet many assassins, do you? An assassin is not just a man with a gun. They're not murderers, they're professionals. My mom's quite dead. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Raymond. I'll have another go. And if you're not dead within a week, you get your money back. Okay. You've just signed your own death warrant. I had a call from the publishers and they're interested in my book. We really want to work with you. I'm thinking I might want to pull it off. But you signed a contract. Things have changed. We've got an agreement. It's not legally binding. It's always done. Have a good death. Got me just some sandwiches and a flask of tea. And I thought this might come in handy. So, Alex, clearly another very English film with some sandwiches yes. and a cup of tea, uh, yes. but definitely a black comedy. Oh, very, very black and very, very dark uh, and very funny in places as well. So, again, from Eagle Entertainment, this is Dead in a Week or Your Money Back, a very cool, very dark comedy uh, from the UK about a depressed writer called William, played by Anurin Bernard, who has failed numerous times to end his own life. And he gets approached by Leslie. I was trying to jump off, which I think is Chelsea Bridge, into the Thames. I was desperately trying to work out which bridge it was, and I think it is Chelsea Bridge. You see, Leslie, played by veteran English actor Tom Wilkinson, is an ageing assassin, and he can help you end your life for a fee. No pain, professionally done, and in a week all your money back, as the trailer tells you. Um, This solves William's problems, because he's tried several times and he can't do it. And also Leslie's, as the assassin bureau he works for now has a monthly quota And his boss, Harvey, played by Christopher Eccleston, keeps haranguing Leslie to retire. William's book suddenly gets picked up by a publisher and he has to try and stay alive long enough to see the deal go through. And with a little help from Ellie, played by Freya Mavor, who works for the publisher, he finds a reason to live. Um, But, you know, he signed this contract with Leslie and Leslie is a professional and he has to try and, you know, stick to his word and he's going to do his job. Um, this is really good fun, some great performances, a brilliant quote about not taking up, taking up golf when you retire from Eccleston, and a ton of really funny splatter. Also that kind of very British accidental comedy where things don't quite go quite right, people get in the way, things happen that they shouldn't do. Really, really enjoyed this one. Again, I went into this very cold. I thought, oh, OK, that looks like an interesting title. It's a UK comedy. Let's have a go. And I... Uh, and the British are very good at, at making fun of very serious subjects. I think only the British could ever come up with a, a film called Three Weddings and a Funeral. You know, regardless of what you think of it, the title is genius. Because you're going, to go, oh, I'm going to watch a comedy about this. Oh, it's got a funeral in it. That's not going to be funny. And, of course, if you're into that sort of comedy, it's hysterical. Dead in a Week or Your Money Back has that very British dark sense of humour in there. That kind of weird sarcasm that you only really get with, with British movies. And like I say, this has got a really cool cast. It's very, very funny. It's got some cool splatter in it. And you do kind of feel for William as, you know, he's this depressed, brooding writer that just can't get a break. And he's like, that's it, I'm done. And then suddenly he gets his break and he's like, 
I don't want to be done just yet. Can we just <laughs> just a little bit longer? And uh, I can say because because Leslie's a professional. He's like, Matt, contract. We're British. <laughs> we stick by our word. Uh, so, yeah. Look, I've always said KPIs and assassins have never gone well. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's a bit of a different spin on the assassin sort of flick too. Yes, yes. I mean, it's like we we did assassin movies on True Cult a couple of months ago, and and if this had if this had been released when we did that, I'd have probably included this one because it it does take it to a a very different level. Um, it's like because you got all the stuff going on with with William. And then you've got the stuff going on with Leslie. You feel really sorry for Leslie because, you know, at some point he was at the top of his game. And now the, the Eastern Europeans have moved in on his turf and they're very efficient and very brutal. And, and they're, they're getting all the work and he's having to, like, approach people and go, you know what? I can make this easy for you. You know, rather than taking on the maybe the harder assignments <laughs> that, that is a Eastern block brothers are, are taking on but he's, he's kind of like he's got a bit of a bone to pick with those guys because you know he's like oh i don't want to he loves his work and and the conversations he has with his wife in between stuff it a brilliant superb proper british sitcom stuff you know and it's it's, it's nearly terry and june but terry's an assassin you know, it's, it's that kind of British humour and stuff. And I'm saying Chris Reckleson's great in it as as the boss. You know, I didn't, I nearly didn't recognise him at first. He's, he he puts on this like real like Koblami governor. You know what I mean? You're a sound bloke, but you know you've got to retire. Here's your clock. Go on, retire. What do you mean you don't want to? That kind of thing. And it is. It's a lots of lots of great gangster caricatures that you that you know and you've seen in a million films, but you you kind of like the familiarity of them in this and you kind of go yeah this is sweet i like this rihanna patrick on abc radio